0: you feel that life is just giving you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna.
1: Happy Friday, It is, it is. And we have some unfinished business before we get to what we're going to do today on our show. On our last show, Annette was in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and she was having a rough time. And we have, um, what we did was we said that on this show, and we are women of our word, we said that we would share with you what the miracle was that came out of her trip to Colorado. And so I'm just going to let that lay there until Annette picks it up, like right now. Yeah. I was over in Colorado, (laughs) and I was having a
2: very rough time of
1: it because
2: I went to see my daughter. She had talked to me about making amends of our past, so she flew me out there. Of course, she paid for my airline tickets, and then she got drunk every night and badgered me, and then she, the day that I talked to you guys on the radio show that very night, She kicked me out of her house, and I told her I wouldn't leave that night, but I would leave the next day. Well, the next morning, they already had my stuff packed up for me, and they shoved me out on the front porch of her house with all my baggage and everything. And, of course, her husband chewed me out because I wasted their airline ticket money. And so I stood out on the front porch, and it was freezing that day. And I told you there was a miracle in this somewhere along the way. And I called my sister, which took her three hours to find me out on that front porch. And it was, man, it was cold. So I was praying to God and asking him, where's the miracle in this Lord? I thought my daughter and I was gonna have a relationship. I said, Lord, there has to be a miracle here somewhere before I get hypothermia because my hands were like icicles. And it was
1: cloudy that day. It took her sister that long because, for one thing, um, her GPS her wouldn't GPS find wouldn't me. find the house where Annette was staying, and, and plus she had to she lives quite a ways distance from Colorado Springs, and so Annette was sitting standing there on the porch with her luggage and everything, waiting. My daughter hadn't talked to me for fifteen years nearly, hadn't seen each other because she wouldn't allow me to come over her house.
2: I sat on her couch that night. That she asked me to sit by her and bury the hatchet. She got totally drunk, pushed me physically off the couch, which hurt my back, and then shoved me onto the porch the next day. But the miracle in it was that when I prayed to God, out of a cloudy sky came sunshine over the house next to us and onto me, which warmed me up. And then my sister's GPS started working and she found me, and I got in her car, and she had the heater go and warm me up, and I praised the Lord for that, because I needed to get out of the weather and the elements. We went to her house, and I spent the next three days at her house and had a wonderful Christmas, and then I got to go come home, and I'm here with people that love me and care about me, and the rest of my sister, I mean, my daughter and stuff, is left to the Lord. And I don't feel the pain and the hurt. and the Well, I feel the hurt, but I don't feel the agony I felt there. And
1: so now it's up to God. That's right. It's the true. rest of it. Mm-hmm. The daughter, your daughter and God. And what we do when, when this happens for people, we just pray for them. And we say, Lord, bless them for their <laughs> deeds. And and then we go on. We lay it aside and let him take care of it. So, okay. So that the miracle was, and I was on the phone with the net um, most of the time when she was on the porch. It was interesting because I was in church, and um, the Lord would not let me settle. So I had to get up from church in worship service. You know and what
2: the story of this is? What that even though you're in
1: frigid places. <laughs> God, God has still, warmth for you. That's right. So I, I was very unsettled, and I got up out of church service and went upstairs in a classroom and called her and stayed on the phone with her until um, her sister got there. So when the warmth came, it was kind of neat to, it to awesome. feel it.
2: My hands were so, like,
1: <clears throat> froze, yeah.
2: froze. But when God put the
1: sun on me, my hands thawed yeah. out. And it was, it I was, could move them again. So I testified to that miracle, you guys. I testified to it. So All right, on with our show. Our top show... Of all of our shows is was Levi's show an inmate at a state prison that we know and love and uh, Levi we do and today we have his wife Lacey hello it's good to be here and his daughter Olivia hi and his other daughter Peyton hi and so we have just asked them to come join us they're on Christmas break and they had a wonderful Christmas. We're hearing all the stories, especially about Glitzy the Elf. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just asked them to come and share with us how they, how their life is with a husband in prison and and then how it is with a daddy in prison and how that affects you. And, and just kind of tell us what it's like. And first we want to have Peyton share about Glitzy the
3: Elf. So on the first day of Chris, um on the first day of, um, winter, um, our elf she strung toilet paper all over the um, the living room and 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 then she had the toilet paper roll and then she did it with Sharpie. Or um, or a black marker, and then she said, "I'm back."
2: <laughs> <laughs> and did you believe she was back? Yeah, but yeah. is she being good now?
3: Maybe not.
1: <laughs> no. So not. Olivia, you were saying that you prayed that that Glitzy could stay a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So does she normally leave on Christmas Day, or what? Um, she usually leaves
4: on Christmas Eve night, but uh-huh. I asked Santa if she could stay for two days. Okay, longer. And um, and she did, so um, so she's been staying at my house ever since Christmas Day, and it's been way more than two days. Oh, So it how are you been... going to
2: get her to behave so she don't tear up the house? I don't know. Maybe you better tell her Santa won't bring
1: her gifts if she doesn't behave.
4: Maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's the one that
1: helps make all the toys. Oh, well, maybe uh, maybe you want her to go back to Santa so he, she can start on the toys for next year.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah,
1: she has a job to do, huh?
4: And she even did it last year, too. Wow. She stayed. For how long? Until, like, January. Oh, whoa. <laughs> well. Okay. well, Mom, how are you going to handle
5: that? I don't know. Glitzy, she she can be ornery sometimes, but she's a pretty good elf for the most part. So, we'll keep her around for just a Just make bit. her help
1: clean up the mess when she makes a mess, huh? Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Lacey, just give us a little bit of a background of you and Levi.
5: So, um, Levi and I, we met when we were both in college. Um, he was doing some classes down there, and so was I. Um we were together for a little while then, and then we went our separate ways. And then um, after we went our separate ways, um, he did some prison time actually during that time when we were apart. And then when he came out, he tried to turn over a new leaf. And he came to me and he apologized to me, actually messaged me through Facebook and he tried to make, amends with me for how things happened when we separated and, um, then we started dating and, um, kind of the rest is history from there. We started to build a family and, um, then life happened for us, you know, things, things happened in Levi's world that he was not ready to handle and, um, you know, and I had, and as in the previous shows, Levi told you that I had told him that if he returned to that lifestyle that I would not be around. But yet God put something else in my heart and here I am. So so what did God put in your heart? Um, God put in my heart that, you know, that I, I, I had to stay around for, for Levi needed me, and, but more Levi needed God. And Levi also has this beautiful family. And if we were going to turn our backs on Levi, how is that going to help him in any If that makes sense, how is that going to help him? Well, you know what? If you did turn
2: your back on Levi, that would give him another reason to turn his back on God. Right. Right. And you
5: could help lead him to God. Right. So um, who came to God first, you or Levi? It was actually Levi. Levi actually came to Mm -hmm. God first, and it was was funny because Levi— He's he's always saying that um, he tried to get me to go to church and he tried to get me to go to church. Well, actually, he was the one that planted the seed, and then I had a friend invite me to church. And um, but yeah, Levi Levi came came to Christ first, and then um, you know he told me you need to go to church, you need to go to church, and I was just like, oh, I've got so many things going on, I'm trying to work and I've got kids and I've got this and that, and I don't have time to go to church on Sunday. Sunday is my day to relax. That's so the last thing I want to do is go to church. And um, he said, no, no, just trust me. You need to go to church. And then I had a friend invite me. And so I went and he um, ended up calling me on my way home from, from church just so happened. He, he called because I can't call him, but he can right. call me. Um, so he called and I remember I cried. I cried when I told him, I said, that was exactly where I needed to be the entire time. And he knew it. He knew that's where I needed to be. And, um, you know, it's just, it's an amazing thing when God puts his hands in, into things. And when God allows trials to come into our lives of what God can make out of those trials and the ways that God can mold us and to make us into the the beings he wants us to be so it's beautiful so
1: how can you imagine going through all of this? Because it's been four years since this last time um, that Levi's been. Four, we five? are
5: going. We are going. This is last Christmas. Um, Levi and I were talking. It, this is our fifth Christmas. Fifth with, Christmas without Christmas. him. So we are going into year number Six, five. five. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
5: So, can you imagine doing this without God? Absolutely not. I don't know how I would do it without God, because he's he's my strength and my rock that I lean on. You know, it's I couldn't I couldn't do it any any other way. Um, there's just there's no way around it with without him. And you know, and I thought for so long before I came to Christ that Levi was there was something that was either wrong with me or something that I needed to change or fix in Levi or there was something that I was doing wrong Um, but then after coming to Christ and giving Levi to Christ I realized that Levi is not my project Levi is God's project to fix and I had to fully give Levi to Christ for him to be able to change Mm -hmm. and that um, and that was that was really hard for me because if anybody knows me, I'm kind of a kind of a control freak yeah. <laughs> and I like to hold on to things yeah. and I don't like to um, let let other people take the lead and take control over things. I like to be the one in charge and I like to be the one to to fix things. And I think as women, we want to nurture and we want to. Um, to fix any problems like you know whether it be with our children or whether it be um, with our husbands we think that it, we can um, you know before they fall let's let's fix that mm-hmm. you know or as they do something you know wrong or whatever then we can um, go before them and almost like that helicopter parenting you mm-hmm. know a, But it's okay to let them fall. And it's okay because otherwise they're not going to ever experience God's grace. Right. So, Olivia, how is, how, tell us
1: what's the greatest challenge of daddy being in prison?
4: The greatest challenge of
1: my dad being in jail is. Can you think of it? What about, is it hard when you um, go to bed at night? Yes, it's hard for me because almost every single
4: night I just lay there in bed and look up at my ceiling and I start crying because I miss him so much. Mm-hmm. How hard is it at school when you, with your dad being gone? Oh, it's really hard because I can't focus on my work because I'm just thinking about all these other things that have been going on. On around me, and it's just
1: really hard. So, what's your greatest challenge? What's the hardest thing about Peyton about Daddy being in prison?
3: Um, a couple nights ago, I was crying um, because I missed my daddy so much, and um, but. And then at school, like um um like um a couple weeks ago at school, I I um my stomach hurted when um when I missed my daddy. Okay. so it
2: affects you at school and at home too, huh? At nighttime. When you guys talk to them on the phone, how do you feel?
3: I'm happy because we get to
1: talk to our dad. Mm -hmm. How do you feel, Olivia?
4: How I feel is I feel happy because I get to hear his voice and it just makes me feel closer. Because mm-hmm. you guys talk to him like every night, don't you? Yeah, but last night he didn't call, so Uh-oh. last night I was kind of a little bit upset mm-hmm. and I felt really sad. And same on Christmas Day, I was just really down and I was sad. Did he call on Christmas Day?
5: Yeah, yeah. he called oh, okay. on Christmas Day. But okay. but There was something wrong with the phones. Last
1: oh, okay. So. so something wrong with their phones down yeah, there? Yeah, the okay. phones down there. All right. So, okay. Well, we're going to... Hey, I want to ask you something. What did you think
2: of the chocolates Dad sent you?
4: Oh, I love them. <laughs> they were good, weren't cool, they? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love the jail candy. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: delicious. It is delicious. We had some of that gel candy too. Yeah. In fact, we still have some more in our refrigerator because mm-hmm. I'm a chocolate freak, and it was all chocolate. I she like liked the m and ms I like the ones with the M&Ms mm-hmm. in them. Like I don't w- blame you. M&Ms are my favorite. Same here. All right, we're, <laughs> we we got to go to break. When we can, when we get back, we're going to continue our conversation with Lacey, Olivia, and Peyton about Dad mm-hmm. being in prison.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a testimony of God's healing power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4 verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbbaDaddyHouse.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to abadaddyhouse 7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna
1: and Annette. So, as we returned from break, we were talking to Lacey, Olivia, and Peyton about their daddy and husband being in in a state prison. He's been there for coming on about five years and the challenges that that brings. And we're just going to ask... Lacey, some of the parenting challenges, because you're a single
5: parent, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I think, you know, as any other single parents would know and realize, um, being a single parent is hard. Um, Trying to balance work and finances and, you know, and just the kids needing their own individual attention and needing their own individual time with, with parents and what that looks like. Um, so I think those challenges, you know, and, and Levi's great. You know, he, he gives me ideas and, and things like that of what, what I can do of to help ease those, ease those challenges. But, um, you know, I, I also have to say that, you know, how, when that saying of, um, you know, it takes, it takes a village, village. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. And let me tell you that, that is so true. And I am so thankful and so blessed to live in the community that, that I live in and have my family and my parents, because without them, you know, I, I don't think I'd be able to do this either. Mm-hmm. Um, the, my, my parents are amazing. They will take the kids for me if I need them to, um, and you know, and the the support we have from the church, here is just, it's it's wonderful and it's amazing. They the people here are are second family to us, and they take these girls under their wing, you know. And um, so, I know they love you guys. Yeah, it's just it's it's beautiful to see what the Lord mm-hmm. has done. So. Um, you know, and and of course there is there's financial troubles that right. we that we run into. Um, you know, with only having a si- a single income, um, and you know, and it's not. I don't have the best world's paying job either, so um, we run into some financial hardships of any single parent mm-hmm. would would yeah. have. So um, sometimes you know we don't we don't make it down to see Levi because the car broke down or right. because we just can't. We just can't, can't afford it, it that month. Yep. So, um, yeah, we run into those challenges, but um, we also put our trust in the Lord and that the Lord's going to take care of us and the Lord's going to provide. Mm-hmm. So, through that, we we always we always seem to make it through the other side. So, so Olivia, how does it
1: feel when you you're looking forward to going down and seeing Dad, but it ends up that you can't go? how do you how do you handle that? How I feel is kind of disappointed and sad
4: because we only get to see him like once or twice a month, mm-hmm. and we don't get to see him that often. Mm-hmm. And it's just really hard for me.
2: Let me ask you a question, Olivia. Is it scary to go see him in the prison, or is it okay with
4: you?
1: It's okay. In, in- the beginning, was it scary? Yeah. Because
4: I didn't know what what they would what would happen there right. and and I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was like right next to my mom mm-hmm. and I was super scared. Mm-hmm. But now how do you feel I mean, what do you do when you go there? What I do when I go there is we just sit down and we visit and we have a good time. Like it's and it's like there, like at the Christmas visit, he can like stand up with us and go help with other things. But like with the regular visits, he can't do right. that. He has he, to stay seated. Yeah. But you guys
2: can bring coloring books from their table and bring it to your table. And yeah. He can do that with you. You guys get to buy some food. Yeah. And you can buy hamburgers too. vending machines yeah, and yeah.
1: stuff. They have some pretty good hamburgers, I have to say.
2: That yeah. was good. I think I heard from your daddy one time that you guys climb all over him. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
4: And, we, and like on our last visit, we've, we. It's always like Peyton, she's always like, always wanting to stay with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame her because. It's really hard because it's hard growing up with a dad in prison. It yeah. is, especially if it's especially if he's been arrested since you were like one years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. It's kind of right. it's kind of lonely
2: when you have to leave him there and you guys get to go home, huh? Yeah,
4: yeah. and I think that it's kind of unfair too. How's right. that? And we think it's unfair is
1: because we get more freedom than he does okay mm-hmm. and he's been there quite a long time hasn't yeah he? and it's but you understand too that it was his choices that put him there mm-hmm. yeah but you know what he's doing pretty good and we're all fighting to get him out aren't we yes mm-hmm. we are we are so peyton how do you feel about going down and visiting dad and
3: um, I feel happy because I get to see him, and for the Christmas visit, I'm so happy that um that we that we get to walk around with him.
1: Okay, so what did you do when you walked around with him?
3: Um, uh, he he comes with us by getting food, even by getting products for us. And also, I got five, um, I got five of the... The, the crafts? Yeah, yeah, and Sissy only got three. three. <laughs> because,
4: <clears throat> because, Dad, because Dad said, um, we can only do, like, three, but because it was doing with glitter glue and stuff oh uh-huh and dad he didn't really like that <laughs> <laughs> and like I was almost done to finishing my um snowman but then he's like okay girls it's time to clean up and I was like no please no just give mm. us a couple more
5: minutes <laughs> Hey, Olivia. And there was somebody special that showed up down there. Oh, the oh and it
4: was visit. Santa. Yeah. Did? Oh, cool. Yeah. All
5: right. Hey,
2: Olivia, do you remember the time he was up here and me and you put that tattoo on his arm?
4: Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that cool? That was your name, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. But then whenever he, like, put it down on the tables, it would always, like, leave a print. It would. So he had to
2: wash it off. Huh? Yeah. yeah.
4: But it was still fun doing it, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And
2: my
1: name made out a heart. It did. Uh-huh. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, I still got pictures of it.
3: hmm <laughs> Yeah. Same.
1: Good. So, Peyton, anything else about Daddy being in prison? Um, how hard it is? Did, were you scared to go down um, to where Daddy is now? No. You weren't scared to go down there?
3: Because I got to see my Daddy.
1: Okay. That's yeah. good.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You guys love your dad, right?
3: Yeah, so
1: much that I can not even stay with him. You want to stay with him when you li- when instead of leaving? Well, when they let him out, you know where he's going.
3: Home. home to us.
2: He's gonna yeah. come to our house first. <laughs> then he'll come home to
3: you. Our house, yeah, that's right. I'm going to teach him his manners. Okay. <laughs> Daddy doesn't have
1: good manners. <laughs> no. What kind of manners does he need taught?
3: Um, he needs taught to eat properly like a queen.
1: <laughs> like a queen. Oh, um. okay. Well, maybe when he lives with us, we can teach him that so that when he comes to live with you, he'll know how to eat like a queen.
3: Uh, um, no. No? Okay. Sometimes we'll, we'll color on him.
2: Well, I'm okay. okay. I don't know about that. I one. heard you guys give we him wet lilies sometimes, too. But we
3: need to get our dad's tattoos off. He has way too many. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I love
1: painting.
2: <Peyton>. Okay. <laughs> you know where it's at, don't you, okay, girl? She well,
5: does. We
1: will work on that, I guess, huh? Yeah. Okay. Olivia, did you want to say something? No, oh, okay. All right. So, it okay, Peyton wants to say something.
3: Our daddy does sometimes be silly.
1: He does? Is yeah. that good or bad?
3: Good, uh, because I like it.
1: You like silly? <laughs>
3: and, and also, um, and also... At the, at the Santa Elizabeth we um we
4: made him look like a reindeer. <laughs> okay. We didn't actually make him look like a reindeer, we put these little stick ons like his on his eyebrows and all oh. over his face. But then when it was time to go, um I ripped him over Out. his face. Poor Levi. It was funny. (laughs) Oh. Poor Levi. You mean Dad Peyton? Sometimes I call
3: him Levi. Sometimes I call my daddy Levi. Sometimes I call my mommy um, Lacey. Lacey. Okay, well,
1: sometimes that happens, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Maybe he won't want
2: to come home because you guys would be putting stickers and paint on his face.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't think so? He might feel safer locked up. No. <laughs> no? When he comes to live at our house, maybe he'll only want visits with you guys. <laughs>
3: well, he, his teeth are pretty
1: Okay, so one thing I want to talk about is, there's one thing, um, Olivia, that you have said about Daddy's changed. He knows Jesus now. He knows. Go ahead. He knows Jesus, and... He's brought our
4: whole family to Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up here in this amazing, wonderful church where people care about us and love us. Okay. And how I know that is because each year the church gives us $100 to cash and carry. All right. That's good. That is good.
2: Wow. Hey, Lacey, how scary <laughs> and hard was it when, when
5: Olivia got the heart condition And you didn't have Levi. Well, and we're still trying to figure out if that's exactly what it is. We still have to go see the cardiologist to get a proper diagnosis. But, yeah, um, it is scary. It's scary not having um, somebody else there with you through all of this and to help you. um, You know, he's there, you know, through phone calls that I can we can talk about things and decide, you know, what what move we're going to make next of what you know, whether or not we're going to go through with, um, you know, a referral or, or things like that. But, um, when the moments happen of, you know, when the fainting spells happen and when that panic strikes, it it is scary. It's scary mm-hmm. when it all, when it rests on my shoulders of, um, you know, of, of these children's safety and their, and everything is, is all on me, you know, it, it can be scary, but, um, but then again, I've got the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord's the Lord's here with this family and he always has been. And he's he's never forsaken us and he will always be here with us. So, you know, we just always keep the Lord in our forefront and mm-hmm. and he's always gonna He's always going to keep us safe, no matter what.
2: So. The night that you guys went to the emergency room, we got a mm-hmm. phone call, panic phone mm-hmm. call from Levi, Levi. yeah, right. And we knew that it had to be something serious. And he, he wasn't going to let it settle. Right. He wanted us to find out what was going on, call the church, put it on the prayer chain. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was in a panic mode. And him being locked up, he had no way right. of getting
5: out to do anything right and I couldn't imagine being in Levi's shoes and being so far away from the people he loves and knowing that he couldn't he couldn't be there couldn't
1: even I couldn't
5: imagine Mm -hmm. being away from my child knowing a child's in the Mm -hmm. hospital Mm -hmm. and I couldn't be there so I couldn't imagine being in his shoes you know I at least I could be there and I could help comfort right Olivia or I could help you know I could talk to the doctors right, and I firsthand. I be proactive for Olivia and, right. and where he felt like he didn't have a voice in mm-hmm. that, you know, until after the fact. That's, yeah. I couldn't imagine.
2: He wanted so bad to be there, but he had to reach out for other people mm-hmm. to be in his okay. place. Right.
5: And I felt his tear. Yeah. And he did everything that he should have done and get prayers going, you mm-hmm. know, because that's 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 the best thing you can do in situations. That's right. That's and he's right. really a, in the Lord's hands.
2: He's really a strong man in Christ and 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 I feel his strength but because I've seen him go through so much and yet still hang on to God through it mm-hmm. but this was something different and it was a a, a big mountain for him to mm-hmm. climb but and he couldn't and he couldn't seem to climb it on his own right. because he's leaving you guys in God's hands.
5: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: So that was right. hard for him. That really was a hard yeah. deal for him. Yeah. So and he reached out our direction. So mm-hmm. we tried to be his arms for him. Right. But you know,
5: I know how hard it was for you. Right. And when you, when Levi ended up calling, it was right after we had gotten to the emergency room. So it was, it was a really short. Um, hey, I got a call from the hospital. The heart monitor went off. Um, they wanted us in ASAP. Mm-hmm. They just are checking her in right now. I don't know much. Um, You know, and it was a pretty short, sweet phone call. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't much information I could give him. And so I left him with some pretty unsettling news. Right. Because I didn't know much. And so for him to be left with that, you know, and to know that, you know, I couldn't talk a whole lot. Exactly. Because of all that was going on. So I didn't know whether he
2: was going to drop on this one yeah and so we had to encourage him and and i knew you'd call him as soon as you found out something Mm -hmm. and that's the thing direction we put him into and then we told him we'd make sure we got a whole prayer chain
1: right right so we got the prayer warriors going yeah yep so and we're still waiting and we're still praying yeah because that's all we can do that's all. yeah and we know that
2: this is hard for him I mean, on top of having to fight the prison down there because he has so much challenges on that and and so many people fighting against him on that.
1: Well, and we don't want to... I mean, we know that... Levi is there because of the choices that he made. Correct. We are not here right. to override that he di- he doesn't he's not there because mm-hmm. he doesn't deserve to be there. That's not at all the avenue and the presentation that we want to bring. No. But it but what we what but what we see is that he has done his time. Mm-hmm. He he's has a com- changed man. he's a changed man. He has completed mm-hmm. all of the programs that he has done. Yes. He's done it all. We have seen him change. And we're fighting to get him home um, to this family because that's where he needs to be. He needs to be out here preaching and teaching people about Christ. And he's doing that in the prisons, but we need him out here, not right. just for his family, but we need him right. Our community, Our needs, community needs, needs Levi him. in yes. this here. Yes. All right, when we come back, we will continue this conversation mm-hmm. with Levi's family and see where it goes from there.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today.
5: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
0: You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Abba Daddy House 7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette.
2: Hello, everybody. We're back from break, and we are still with Lacey and the children, and we are going to talk now about Levi turning home and what they see in him coming back into the home. Okay, you want to talk about something, Olivia?
4: Okay, so what I want to talk about is how he's changed, is how he's changed is because when I was littler, like two and three and like four I didn't know Christ but then like when my dad got arrested like some of his friends started to um, believe in Christ and then his friends led him to Christ and then he led us to Christ and then um, and then I think that he shall let. I think that the that the um, that the police down there shall let him go because they're just looking on what he's done in the past, but not what he's doing now. And he's really changed. Okay, so what is he doing now? What he's doing now is he's leading more people down there in the prison to Christ.
1: How does he do that?
4: He preaches God's Word.
2: Okay. Wow. And he lives it too, doesn't he? hmm Hey, if he comes home to you, what do you want? What do you want him to do when he comes home? I want him to be a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want him to do for you?
4: Um, I want him to lead way more people to Christ again. Okay. Yeah. Like you do you want him to build you something do. when he gets home? Oh, um, I want him to build me a tree house.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a there's a really good tree out there at your house, isn't there? Mm-hmm. for a perfect tree house for sure. We've been out there,
4: will yeah, you, and besides, there's huge trees back in the back of our house. Peyton, mm-hmm. will you feel safer when Daddy's home?
2: Yeah mm-hmm.
4: And it's cuddle good. huh cuddle mm-hmm.
2: up with him hmm. Okay, fun. Hey, Peyton. you gonna go talk about Daddy, what you want him to build you when you get? He gets home?
3: I want my daddy to build a tree house. What kind? Um, a John Deere tractor one, and it has a slide, and then I get to build real cupcakes. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm. You're going to cook with Daddy. Cupcakes. Yeah, Daddy likes John Deere, but my sister, no, she does not like it. She, my sister, might want a
1: Shopkin treehouse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> you like Shopkin, then, huh? Olivia? No. I, um, I think Olivia
3: will paint her treehouse turquoise. <laughs> you know your sister pretty good, huh?
1: Couldn't come around. So, you want a turquoise tree house, Olivia? Yes, and also
4: in the inside, I want pictures of horses because I love oh. horses. Ooh. Like stallions and paint mm-hmm. How horses. about, we'll just go get a house together, we'll just get horses together. <laughs> How does that sound? Because I love horses, too. <laughs> and also, I want to ride one. Yeah. And I want to own one. It's fun riding them. I used to have horses. And, and I've uh, been on a horse before at the rodeo grounds. Oh! And I, and and then in my treehouse, um,
3: like there's going to be like this elevator. In An it.
1: elevator in your John Deere treehouse. Wow! Boy, Dad has a it lot has to, to do. Work out for him. Wow! So
3: then. So then We, um, so then we can have this little topper, and then, um, and then we can have me and Sissy, and mommy and daddy can have secret meetings. Oh, cool. (laughs) Everybody in the family is going to have
2: a secret meeting. Okay. Okay. Let's let your mom talk about what she feels about
5: when dad comes home. You know, I think we all look forward to the day when when he finally gets to come home to us and, um, you know, that, and with that, um, you know, there's going to be times of, of um, you know, where we have to learn to live together again, mm-hmm. you know, where we mm-hmm. have to learn to, um, you know, I've been doing this by myself for so long where I have to learn to give up the reins a little bit here and there, you know, That'll be it, hard. it will be, it will be, because we've, we've all developed our own routines now. Yep. And, yep. um, including the kids, the kids have developed their own routines of the way they do things. And so it's going to be, it'll be a learning process Mm -hmm. for, for all of us again. Um, And, you know, and, and the fear too of, of, you know, of, with, with Levi's addiction is an addiction is a, is a lifelong thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's, and that's always gonna might always be there in my mind of the fear of, of relapse for him and what that might look like for our family if if that were to ever happen again, you
2: know. And, and the fear f- isn't just might be there; it will be there yeah. forever. And we do want you to know we're only a telephone call away. Yeah,
5: and yeah, we'll yeah be and that's there where where you need so, us. That is, I'm so thankful for that because with without you guys, you know, it's this would be s- such a harder journey yeah. than what than what it is and right now. And we don't want you to
2: think, well, I don't need to call him right now mm-hmm. if there's even an inkling of well, a hint and of Levi argument. has
5: expressed that yes. to me. If there is any any thoughts in my mind that that is even coming up, he said, you call round up the warriors, mm-hmm. get yep. them yes. together, yep. bat- get get it together right. because he's that's not a road that he is mm-hmm. wanting to go down right. ever again. And then once
2: he's been in our program, Lacey, we come over and do house checks. Right. We do it right. annually. We do it, I mean, every, uh, isn't it bi-weekly or weekly that we We do things? it.
1: We make surprise visits. Mm-hmm. So We don't even make an appointment. We
2: just no, come out right. and check.
5: We just right. show and up. And so you don't have to worry about yeah. being there alone. Yeah. Nope. And so, and, and you know, and so, and I think that's, that fear is with, with anybody who lives with an addict, exactly. it is you know, and it's and a real fear, too. Mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. So, so,
2: but when when we've had people in our program before, we we've gone out and check on them, you know. And this is the one thing that these programs need is that mm-hmm. you don't just let a person out into society. They need someone right. to back up with them. Mm-hmm. And we w- We'd like to see a buddy program.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. We'd like to see somebody that would mentor. Right. Mentorship and to be holding that person accountable. Exactly. Exactly. But,
2: you know, it's not easy to get a mentor for people.
5: And especially in in small towns and rural areas like this. And that's where, you know, Levi is so needed in this area. You know, I'm not saying like right away he's going to jump out and he's going to be mentoring people. No, no, he won't. But years down the road, you know, um, this community needs it needs um, help for addicts because yes, there's does. there's not there's there's not anything here in this community that that has that. And I know there's a lot of rural communities out there that mm-hmm. don't have resources for for addicts. Right. So, well,
2: I think that if he gets to go on as good as he's doing now and stuff, he, he would be a perfect mentor for
1: somebody. Yeah, he would be. Right. And the mentor usually learns as much as the mentee. Right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to stay strong for someone else. Right. Well, Levi has he,
2: he has a lot of plans for his life. And, you know, when someone plans their life like that and they really go hung and, and works it, they usually stay clean mm-hmm. because they have a lot of, of things planned for their life. And if they work it like they say they will,
1: mm-hmm. they usually do good. <clears throat> Right. So, I have a question for Miss Olivia. Miss Olivia, what is something that you would say to other girls whose daddy is in prison? I know we didn't ever even talk about this, but what would you say to other girls whose dad's in prison? Um, what I would
4: talk to them, what I would say to them is, I know how you feel, and I'm going through that hard time right now. Mm hmm. And I don't blame you if you feel really sad because I feel sad and it feels like nobody really cares about me because it feels like I'm it feels like I'm in my own little personal space and it's like I'm invisible and nobody mm. cares about me. Mm. But I know that lots of
1: people care about me. Okay. And that's what you would tell her or him, that there are mm-hmm. people who care. They just need to, how do they find them then? How do they find people that care? What would you tell them where to go? I would tell them to go to
4: church because lots of amazing people go to church and they can really help you. Okay. Wow.
2: When you get real, real angry, is that because you feel alone?
4: No, it's just because I get stressed and I just feel really uncomfortable and I get anxious.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Miss Peyton, what would you tell somebody that who, whose daddy's in prison? What would you tell them how, what, how um, would the, to help them get through?
3: I would tell them, um, no matter
1: what, your daddy is in your heart. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm, you're right. No matter what, your daddy's in your heart. Always, huh?
3: He's always in your heart forever.
1: That's and, right. And you can never forgive up on your daddy. That's right. Never give up on your daddy, huh? Mm-hmm. Just keep loving him. All right. <coughs> you know, out
2: of the mouth of babes. <laughs> I know. They have you the know. most important words. They do.
1: So for sure. Miss Lacey. excuse me what would you tell a wife or a spouse of someone who's in jail Um,
5: I would say you know don't give up hope Um, you know a wise pastor once told me, Pastor Harold, a retired pastor of this church. I spent many many times in his office, and I swear he had to buy a whole box of tissues every time <laughs> every time he knew I was coming, um cause I'd just be in there sobbing sometimes. Um, but he told me these wise these very wise words, and i and I still remember them to this day. He said, Lacey, pray for strength for the day mm-hmm. and joy for the journey. Yep. And I feel he tells a lot of people that because it mm-hmm. is so true. Um, God will give us the strength for today. Don't right. ask for strength for tomorrow. Don't ask for strength for next week. You know, God will give us strength for just today, like he gave manna in the desert, yep. you know, just for today. That's all we need. <laughs> Um, just to make it through that day. And then, but don't forget to have joy for the journey that we're on because without the joy, we're going to forget all of the wonderful blessings that God has given us in this life. And we will forget what we're thankful for without any of that joy. And so that would be what I would tell them. So Um, where do you get your joy? Where do I get my joy? I get my joy from the smiles on my girls' faces, the little things, the, um, the times that we do get to spend with Levi when we go down to visit, the phone calls that we get to have, the laughs um, that we get. Um, and, you know, and my times and when I do get to recharge by myself um, in the evenings in peace and quiet, um, when I'm in the Word, mm-hmm. that's mostly where I get mm-hmm. my joy, mostly when I'm in my own peaceful quiet time in the word mm-hmm. so because yeah. there's a difference between joy and happy isn't there there is a huge difference between
1: true joy and mm-hmm. happiness yes joy is a deep 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 mm-hmm. and, For hap- sure. and happiness is just kind of on the surface That's superficial it yeah. is Definitely. it is and a- each time you have to leave levi
5: what do you feel uh, my heart tugs mm-hmm. but I know that it is not going to be this way forever mm-hmm. because God has promised an abundance of blessings on the other side of our trials so it's right um, you know I just hold tight to that faith and I just trust in the Lord that it's all going to work out and I hold tight to that faith and that hope that and that promise because the Lord never, Never breaks promises. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's one
1: thing we can depend on. That yeah, he is faithful for sure. And we are looking. We're looking at a parole board hearing um, in March. I think it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and we're praying for that oh, parole man. board yes, hearing. Yes, we are. We, we covet your prayers <clears throat> for that parole board hearing. Annette and I go to a pre-parole on January twenty third. We covet those. We covet your prayers for that one. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us for this show. Um, we didn't make it through with tissues. I mean, without tissues. So um, join us on Facebook, Godgirl7, and on Twitter, Godgirl7. And we will talk with you next week with another th- show. With another show. Sorry, guys. It got a little emotional at the end. We'll we'll talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abadaddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend.